Dear Cheap Astronomy, when will the sun destroy the earth and can we stop it? It's currently estimated that the sun will become a red giant in about 5 billion years, puffing outwards to at least melt the surface of the earth, if not consume it completely. However, it's expected the earth will become uninhabitable in just 1 billion years as the steadily increasing output of the sun begins to evaporate the oceans. Water vapour is a much more powerful greenhouse gas than CO2, so that will heat the earth even more, and also the additional CO2 that was previously dissolved in the oceans will add further to all that warming, sending our future earth on a path to becoming the next Venus. The sun is steadily getting hotter, because hydrogen is fused to helium in the sun's core and helium takes up slightly less volume than the unfused hydrogen did. So with the outer layers of the sun still compressing inwards, the sun's core becomes denser. This increased density results in higher pressures and temperatures within the sun's core, which speeds up the sun's fusion reactions and hence generates more radiation. This is why stars with more mass than the Sun have much shorter lifespans. Just like the Sun, they fuse hydrogen, but their bigger mass and stronger gravity means they fuse hydrogen at a much faster rate. So they shine hotter and brighter and bluer than the Sun does, but they don't last as long. At the other end of the scale, red dwarfs are the longest living stars of all, since their lower mass means that fusion in their cores runs at quite a slow rate, which means less radiation output, so they're dim and they're red, but they're very, very long-lived. So, as the sun ages, the best way to keep its output steady and constant is to reduce the mass of the outer layers that press down upon the sun's core. In this way, you could counterbalance the natural tendency of stars to get hotter and brighter as they get older. And if you keep the balance right, you could keep fusion in the sun's core continuing at a constant rate for several billion years longer than it would otherwise. You still have a problem with the whole core eventually being turned into helium. However, it's theorised that steadily reducing the sun's mass will start moving it towards the dynamics that are seen in red dwarf stars, where there's a convective movement of the star's plasma throughout the whole star, unlike the way the sun currently works, where its greater mass effectively locks the sun's core in place so that convection can only operate in the outer layers. If there was convection throughout the sun then the helium fused from hydrogen in the core would also be moved around by convection, meaning that you might avoid the whole red giant Earth destruction scenario, although the sun would eventually, after billions more years, dim down to a red dwarf itself. Siphoning off the sun's contents is well beyond our current engineering capabilities, but a method has been scoped out in some detail on paper And it does seem broadly plausible if we can build the substantial infrastructure required out of some appropriately heat-resistant materials. What we'd need to do is to heat up various spots on the sun's surface to generate additional plasma outbursts. 
adding to the current natural output of solar wind and coronal mass ejections. While this would require a stupendous amount of energy, remember we are working with the sun, so a stupendous amount of solar power will be readily available. Ultimately, we would just be capturing some of the sun's radiation output and then firing that back at the sun in concentrated beams. Additionally, we would need to channel this enhanced plasma output away from the Earth and other planets by setting up a magnetic ring around the sun's equator that would channel the extra upflung plasma towards the sun's poles with further magnetic rings channeling it into two polar jets of heated plasma. The magnetic rings would be created by a ring of orbiting space stations that would exchange beams of charged ions, thereby creating a constant flowing electrical circuit around the Sun that would act as an electromagnet. Again, while the engineering involved is well beyond our current technology, the general concept is based on fairly conventional physics, and a huge infrastructure investment like this might seem very worthwhile to future generations if it means prolonging the habitability of our home planet by several billion years. So, if we can find our way through the current anthropomorphic global warming challenge, this next hurdle might well be feasible too.